How about this one, Slee? <laughs> I just saw this from Big E. Uh, good Lord, I think we found another thing that annoys Trav. Slow golfers, relax, Tiger Foods. <laughs> foods, I should say. Tiger Foods is pretty great. I don't, I, I don't know who's more upset, you or your dad. Oh, my dad. I don't like it, but he's he's a 10 out of you 10. You almost look like... Uh, a priest compared to your pops when you're out yeah, on no, the golf course. I, I, I just want him to go faster. He wants him locked up. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a different reaction to be sure. Very good news yeah. um, out of Cincinnati. Doctors at UC Medical Center say that Demar Hamlin has shown quote substantial improvement. Um, he does remain in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest on Monday, but he has shown remarkable improvement. That he is neurologically intact, which is terrific news because Ali know that we were both you know very obviously worried about his whether he's going to live or not but in the event that he did live live that there could be some brain damage possibilities as well that appears that he's neurologically intact it's just terrific news after a couple of days of crossing our fingers and saying prayers and everything else that we finally got some news and that it was good news is an incredible incredible relief while still critically ill he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal. He's making steady progress. Grateful for the love and support he has received. It's uh, It really is. Um, yeah, just kind of think about what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and not really getting too much information. We got a little bit of information yesterday and that things you know could be trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time that you really feel like, okay, hey, uh, things are going better. And they actually have... Um, looks like on ESPN, they got a couple of the doctors there from the UC Medical Center. Um, and like you mentioned, the substantial improvement. What that number is, some foundation. So here, I saw something this morning, and this was probably five hours ago, give yeah. or take. Uh, and it was over seven million. Yeah, over seven million. Yeah, so almost, what is it now? Almost seven three. Almost seven three. Amazing. That's great. And it goes to show that people can be almost nice to each other three. once in a while. I, look, there, for me, mm-hmm. and, and I think for a lot of people, that the lack of news and in the very specific language that was used for the last couple of days that he's alive and sedated and in critical condition and that's all we were getting for a couple of days made you go to okay alive can mean a lot of different things is mm-hmm. he alive because he's on machines that are keeping him alive mm-hmm. is he you know alive in the sense that his heart and lungs are working but nothing else is or is there brain damage that this is not only good news that he is still alive, but good news that neurologically intact for Measley, that was the fact that he was still alive was good news. But I was worried about his brain sure. status yeah. and that he's neurologically um, intact is just terrific. Just Hopefully terrific. by the time we're here tomorrow, by the time we're back here on Monday, there's just continued progress and continued news that we could share that's positive obviously this is going to be the story Mm -hmm. uh starting on saturday there's games on saturday there's a whole slate of games on sunday as well including the rams um playing in seattle bobby wagner returning to seattle for the first time since uh leaving the team last year he was asked about the emotions not necessarily returning to seattle but the emotions for him and players around the league going back on the field for the first time since demar hamlin was injured the best way to deal with them is expressing those feelings. I think the the thing that we kind of taught to do in this sport because it's such a quote-unquote manly sport is to hide your feelings, hide your emotions, 
and any expression of these feelings or emotions makes you less of a man or, or demasculates you. So I think that's a myth. Like talking about your feelings and talking about things that affect you mentally, physically are more manly than anything, you know, because it takes a lot of courage to to talk about those things. So you talk about those feelings, you express those feelings, you you feel those feelings and you understand there's a job to do at the end of the day. I really like that. Yeah. I, I really like that because, like, that's a message way past football. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, for sure. That, and especially for men, you know, from the time that we're little kids. Hey, you tough it out. You're all right. You know, don't don't cry. Don't you know? You, you you'll be all right. Just you know, move on. You just it'll be it'll be all right. You kind of take that in, and you realize, okay, I'm just going to keep this to myself. Nobody wants to hear about my problems. Nobody wants to hear mm-hmm. about my feelings or mm-hmm. any of these sorts of things. Well, multiply that times a million for football players. Right, did not, not not you and me. We're regular guys. Football guys are not. They're they're they are tougher. They are more physically imposing and all these things. And you do have to play with more pain. You do have to just kind of grind it out more. And to hear him say it, like, listen, tell people how you feel is a great way to deal with it. I am scared. I am nervous. I am frightened, or whatever it may be. It's an incredibly powerful message. Yeah, I love he said too. It takes more courage to do that than it is to not say a thing. Right. Uh, but that that is, you know, you're right. That is the kind of the perception perception. I don't know. Maybe it's the same way for you for your family when you're growing up. But I definitely in that Middle Eastern culture, it was a lot of and still probably is. I mean, you just kind of it takes generations to sure. change some of that stuff. But of course it was like, no, no, no. You, you don't say anything, you know, <laughs> you just, you kind of, you do tough it out. You're like, oh, don't show weakness. Right. That perception's changing. You know what's funny? And and I tell my own kids this all the time, and, and I struggle with it myself, and no one has ever felt worse after telling somebody how they feel. <laughs> Never. Mm-hmm. In, in the history of the world, no one has ever expressed how they're feeling and said, I really shouldn't have done that. That that was a mistake to open myself up and say I'm sad, I'm frightened, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm feeling lousy. You always feel better after you do it, and we all struggle to do it. And that's a great message from Bobby Wagner. You say, uh, well, that felt good. Yeah, <laughs> at least at least it's, get it off your chest for a <sighs> second. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's 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 a good feeling. It's a great message from Wagner. Uh, here's Sean McVay talking about the situation that's going on with Demar Hamlin and him supporting his players and players around the league of maybe guys that just quite aren't ready to go back out there and and do the job that they're being asked to do. You know, I think the most important thing, Sarah, is getting an understanding for guys. And and they know um, from my vantage point that whatever they're feeling, I support them unconditionally and and 100%. I think that's a huge part of it too, right? To, To know that you have an environment where you can go to somebody and say, listen, what I saw on Monday night, I'm really struggling with mm-hmm. it. I don't know if I'm ready to go out there and do this quite yet and know that that'll be received in the way that it was intended. I don't know if a lot of this also has to do with public acceptance of this is kind of where we are or where we're going from a society perspective. I'll just give you an example. Whether it's a good one or not, Monday night there was so much chatter aside from the actual incident with Hamlin. It was, should the game be played? And I would tell you that 95% of what I was looking at on Twitter was an incredible amount of pressure of, guys, what are we doing here? Of course you're not going to play the game. I don't know if that's different 20 years ago. I don't know if that's different of you know, just the way society kind of perceives things today. It, it, it is okay to open up more in today's society. It is, it's more accepted. I think I just use that Twitter as an example because there was so much pressure of, 
cancel the damn game. What are you waiting for? That it kind of makes me think that, it, and Sean McVay having his comments or whoever it is, it's more open today to kind of to accept being um, vulnerable. I guess yes. you can call it. it. Well, ex- exactly right. And I just think the only reason we had even a little bit of they're going to play this game again is because the NFL has botched situations maybe not exactly like that but the to play or not to play the the fine or not to fine or the suspend or not that so often they're on the wrong side of those things Mm. that we're kind of preconditioned to expect them to do the thing that they shouldn't do the wrong thing the wrong thing Mm -hmm. and look it may have taken a little bit longer but they ultimately got to we're still waiting to find out exactly how it shakes out the the latest report was and this was speculative but that they're the nfl is leaning towards just not playing it those two teams will have played 16 everyone else will play 17 and they'll determine seating based on win percentage for for those teams i saw that today nfl network and they're they basically said you're looking at two scenarios we talked a little bit about this yesterday one scenario is push everything back a week Mm -hmm. so the monday night football game this monday night would technically be cincinnati and buffalo and you got that week in and then the following week would be your week 18 games and then you just take away that one week between the championship games yep. and the Super Bowl. But it sounds like, and I'm, I'm going to go to what you just mentioned, um, maybe just Cincinnati and Buffalo end up playing one less game. And if it does go, and, and look, this is going to happen, but you know who would actually hurt more than anybody? It would hurt Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo it, and Cincinnati KC, are the two teams that would statistically be at a disadvantage in this situation. If KC beats, um, if Kansas City beats the, the Raiders, Raiders this weekend, then they would then get the number one seed because Buffalo played one less game, which kind of keep that percentage higher. It's it's going to be interesting because... Which is kind of crazy. But, but here's, here's the good thing, I guess. I, I think this is good. Because the the injury was so frightening and, and everybody was on the same page about DeMar Hamlin, let's just make sure that he's in as best a possible position as he can be and mm-hmm. that his teammates are in the best possible position, et cetera, et cetera. That even if somebody, whether it's Kansas City or Buffalo or Cincinnati or somebody is at a slight competitive disadvantage because they've played one more or one fewer game, I don't think anybody's really going to make too much of a stink about it. it it's Everybody gets that this, these circumstances were so extraordinary. Mm-hmm. They were so unexpected and so scary terrifying yeah that look if okay if i got to play again a road game i okay big in the grand scheme of things who gives a blank right i got to go on the road fine demar hamlin's okay we didn't play they got him they got him the treatment he needed the time he needed got the hospitals possibly great we didn't we we don't get a home game okay i I mean maybe in the darkest recesses of your mind man we really like to have this one but come on man joe burrow i heard him i don't know if you got a chance to hear him at all but he was just basically saying look we're going to take the bills lead if Buffalo wants to replay that game, we'll replay that game. If Buffalo yeah. does not want to replay that game, we won't replay that game. And I think that falls along to what you just said. May the you know let the football part take care of itself. The most important thing is that we're actually getting some positive news. You today. know, we don't get to say this very often, and I, I want to say it right now. Yep. I think everybody got it right. I think everybody did the thing that they were supposed to do in this situation. The medical personnel was there and clearly performed life-saving activities on DeMar Hamlin. They got him to the hospital where doctors obviously have performed something, you know, maybe not even short of a miracle, that the teams responded correctly. The media has covered it pretty as you would like them to do it. The league has done it the way that you would like them to do it, that there hasn't been the dude. Look at that guy over there. Look at the the, how in the world did you say there's been a couple of little things here. But generally speaking, 
everybody has treated this in a way that you would like to have had it gone. If you could have set it up exactly the way you want, it would be very close to this. They treat it like sympathetic human beings, and that doesn't always happen. And all goes, it very rarely happens. Or that very rarely happens. Yeah, it very Across rarely Across the board. Happens. Yeah. Good on those people, too, on the field that were there mm-hmm. to help him in, in <laughs> needless to say, an incredible time in need. All right, uh, DeMarco is going to join us here in just a little bit. Let's talk a little football when we come back, Alan. Talk, the Rams play their last game of the season. Might yep. be the last time we see Baker Mayfield. Uh, might be the last time we see Cam Akers, despite the fact that he's been great. And, oh, by the way, Chargers are going to the playoffs. Yeah. They're in a pretty good spot, and they can win some of these games. they got a pretty that's good enough. draw. We got it. Well, that's enough of that. We, you just said the whole thing. There's nothing else to say about the Chargers. <laughs> San Diego. Super Sliwa. San Diego. <laughs> Super Sliwa. Sliwa. 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Did you guys see that really weird story with Texas A&M men's basketball yesterday? I did. So, for those who didn't get a chance to check it out, so Texas A&M is playing Florida. So, they were staying in a hotel, they checked out their hotel, and they get to the game uh, at Florida, and they don't have their uniforms. They don't have their jerseys to be able to play. So, they had to go back. It's in rush hour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's in rush hour in Gainesville, which I don't even know what rush hour in Gainesville really looks like, but who cares? And so then they get back. They have to start the game late. The, Florida has to take a technical foul before the game even starts. So before tip-off, Florida's already up 1-0. Isn't that just like the weirdest thing that's like you've seen like ever? No, we, we've seen some stuff. Um, who was it? I'm trying to think of the player. Somebody one time took off their warm-ups. They're subbing in. And they only had... Yeah, but that's one guy. They forgot to put his jersey on. The trainer didn't forget to bring everybody's gear. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but it's just the funniest thing where the dude's just... He comes out like basically wearing a tank top. Yeah. But he's got no jersey, and now he's got to go back. Now, I'm glad they didn't do that with their shorts or anything along those lines. <laughs> You're coming out with whatever you got. That's random. Maybe, One to nothing before the game starts. Maybe Susan was in charge of Texas A&M's uniforms last <laughs> night. Maybe she did not say to the uh, the team manager, hey, do we got the jerseys? Where's the jerseys? Let me see the jerseys. They're right there. Okay, there are the jerseys. All right, let's go to the arena. Because that way, if you were like, I don't know, so I'm just going to make something up off the top of my head. Flying to Tahoe, say, to go this skiing. on purpose? Do you see? To, <laughs> the poor know. guy. Just so happened The to poor happen. guy's blood is boiling here. Flying to Tahoe to go on a nice little ski week with your family and your three children. And then all of a sudden, you loot. 
the airline doesn't lose the bag. That happens. That's nobody's fault other than the airlines. You just, you know, you miss your stuff and you you go. Or you can just, where'd you lose the bag? I don't know. Get could, your family could, in order, bro. Could be anywhere. <laughs> what do you mean it could be anywhere? Did you have it on the plane? I, I don't know. Did you have it in the car? I don't know. Did you have it at the hotel? I don't know. So we just replace everything, which is what my family did with one of my children. What's happening with you at home with nobody there? Nothing good. So <laughs> I'm trying to think here. So do you just get home... The lights are off because it's still day. Yes. But the lights never come on. The light in the kitchen comes on. The light in the family room comes on. And that's about it. I, like, I don't see you, the entire I, house. I could see you walking straight to the couch and just like your face down on the couch <laughs> and just kind of contemplating what's going on. And it's 3.30. And then Fernando so, Mania is on the screen. <laughs> I should have turned that on. No, I don't think he puts that on. He's depressed. So here's what it was. I, I could... I come home, drive home yesterday, uh-huh. hadn't eaten, uh, so I swing by Albertsons, grab myself some grocery store sushi. Okay, I get myself two little rolls of Albertsons sushi, going to have a nice little lunch, get home, get home, sit at the kitchen table, Yep. eat my lunch. Now what? Eight minutes goes by. <laughs> it's it's, it's 3.15, and there's nothing on TV really that it's too interests early. me. So I sit down on the couch, and I start flipping through my phone, just, you know, and yep. next thing I know, it's 5. Fell asleep. Just, it's dark in the hat. Like two That's hours a solid went by. nap. It, way too long. Way too long. Way too long. So yep. now it's five and I'm up and I go around, I do the dishes. The problem is that takes 30 seconds because sure. I'm the only one home. Yep. It's a bowl and a fork and a mm-hmm. glass. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take very long. House is clean. I'm the only one there. It's nothing to straighten up. My laundry's done. Should have went to the neighbor's house, said hello. So, so. It's raining. I can't really go for a walk. No, you can't. Right? I can't. can't there's nothing really to do outside. So I turn on the TV and I stare. And it wasn't even, like you said to me, I wasn't watching. I couldn't even tell you. I just stared at it and flipped channels till 30 for Lakers 30 USC on. Texas. <laughs> Lakers come on. Watch the Laker game. Okay. Laker game ends, what was it, 940 ish? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And click, went to bed. That's it. Woke up this morning, looked around. Nobody there. I am. They not come back a this weekend. Of, they come back Saturday. The peak at Bachelor Trav. What's today going to look like? Uh, I've already reached out to a buddy and said, Good. "Hey, yeah, you, that's what you, you want to go grab a bite tonight? Yeah, you want to go do?" And if and if he, if he can't do it, I'm going by myself. I've already I'm going to Outback Steakhouse. Uh-huh. I'm sitting at the bar. <laughs> yep. I'm getting a little petite fillet. I'm sure. getting a baked potato. I'm getting that little bread that they yeah. bring you out here. Getting the nice little salad. I'll we should live stream it. Take. Take Carlo with you. I do not do well. I, I always thought, because you hear me complain, I just want a little time to myself. I've had like 10 hours. It's more than enough. I, I do not want to be alone anymore. I have some I, suggestions. I need people. Yes. So I think you should download TikTok. No. I think you should 100%. really get really addicted to TikTok, to TikTok. In, this, in this time. What That's else you what got? That's what I do with my time. And then and give them all your personal information. <laughs> go to Avatar. <laughs> well, second one was you got to go to the movies. I think That's that not should, a bad idea. I think you should go. Let me let me look through the movies right now that might interest you. Okay. Um, because I think that I'll, I'll try to find the perfect movie to suggest. Okay. What if you go to Avatar, but you don't show up until hour and a half in? <laughs> so then you only have an hour and. Let me guess. 50 minutes left. <laughs> be the blue guys in the water. Hmm. Mm. Maybe. There they are. Cool. I think that, okay, you can, you can watch this one at home. You can say that about anything. You can literally yeah, say, even- let me guess. He has a basketball and he's trying to put it in the hoop. Well, if it's a basketball movie, sure. But if like a movie, I don't know, maybe they're robbing a bank. Maybe it's a love story. Let me maybe guess. It's a mafia movie. They're in, but are, have they killed him yet? Are they getting away? Is the FBI about to get him? Are they not going to get him? It's like, there are questions. This is, oh, look, the emo blue guys in the ocean. Cool. Right. I, will, I, will, I will say this. You and I will be 
Actually, it's just for me, just for tonight, because tomorrow I got a Laker game. Yeah. But my girl's gone for a couple of days. Okay. So it's just me and Rook, and I'm just kind of sitting back. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> no. But it's only one day. Well, yeah, and I That's had the big difference. Five, four and a half days yeah, by myself. Yeah, it's a lot of time. It, it is a lot. And I was going to play a little golf, go uh-huh. hit some balls, go hit some putts on the on the putty. It's raining. It's pouring outside. <laughs> I can't really do it's that. Outside. I'm trying very, I, to my everlasting credit, I did not drink. Because that that was one of those do not have a drink because then that's going to yeah, spiral. I was going to say I don't think I've I don't think I could do that. What like else if, am I going to do if tonight? <laughs> but you said you didn't do it. I didn't. I don't think I can by myself sit there and just. Maybe I, I can. I was given a lot of very nice bottles of Three wine, bourbons for the holidays. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, that looks pretty. Nope, do, do not open that bottle of wine. It's not a good way to do it. So, so. here are my movie suggestions for you that maybe you want to watch. Crying, calling you, Susan, and it's seven. <laughs> Stop you I'll that. drive up new ski clothes to you. So it's Babylon. It's about, it's a, Margot Robbie's in it. She's a good looking woman. Tell me more. <laughs> Brad Pitt's in it. Okay. I don't know if that's like less Bra- for you. I like Brad Pitt. Yes, he's great. And it's about old Hollywood, but like really like messy old Hollywood. Okay. And big parties and that stuff. And I, it's I, good music. Okay. So that's my number sold. one suggestion for you. That sounds good. Other suggestion would be. Uh, vi- uh, no, not that one. It would be The Menu, which you can watch at home. It's about- I need to get out of the house. <laughs> I okay, need to so, get out. So I won't suggest that one. Yeah. Other one, Megan. So that's what's been that's having- That's that doll that's yes. psychotic. Yeah, it's I don't having know. really weird stuff. Go to the Brad Pitt one. a good um, thing to talk about the show tomorrow if it's good or not. Yeah, Megan's not going to- ba- So Babylon, Babylon might be good for you. But I need it to start when I want to go. Like, I need him to wait until I get there. I need something like 542. There's not one showtime. Yes, I'm sure you can find I one that suits it just you. right. By the way, is that not the most annoying thing when you want to go see a movie and it's like 4 o'clock and 9.30? It's like, what the hell is that? I did can we get a, a couple films in between? I did have a moment last night where I'm like, because I, I woke up from my nap after having my sushi. <laughs> and I'm like, and I was a little hungry. I'm like, I should make something for dinner. I'm like, I should go out and get something. I was thinking about going to my spot, right? I'm like, I can't go in there by myself because that is just like peak loserdom. That I have no other people in my life to go connect with. That I have to go see the waiter. That, that's can't why wait. I didn't do that. Can't wait for Outback. Yeah. I, I, Live stream it. If my buddy is in, we're going to go do some dinner together. But if not, it will be, I will take not, a picture of myself at the uh, Michigan Outback. Outback. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. Chargers um, are in the playoffs. Yeah. They uh, are playing their best football of the year. They tore the Rams to pieces on New Year's Day. They, they they were a lot better than the Rams that day, uh, which was interesting because the week before, the Rams looked great all over again. Scored 51 points, which I didn't even think was possible. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's 2-2 two and two in his four starts as, as the Rams quarterback. He's got one more to go. Let's start right there. Do you want him back? Are you interested, if they can fit it in economically, mm-hmm. to have him as your number two quarterback? Because he sold you on the idea of that. Because for me, Slee... The difference between that guy and John Wolford and Bryce Perkins is night and day. It is they are so much more functional with him there yeah, as opposed yeah. to those other two guys. So I I think for me, there's so many more conversations that are more important than him. So it, it's it could be a luxury. Like um health, depth, um are, are these guys was was what they accomplished last year. Is this something that is there still a window that they're still they can still build off of and make a playoff run next year, or is it the team that you saw when they did have most of their health? I know the O line was out pretty much from the start of the, right. the start of the season. 
Was it a, hey, they just kind of caught lightning in a bottle, everything went their way, those players were there, those players performed at an unbelievable level, Matt Stafford was... Um, you know, amazing in critical situations. Cooper, I, I just, I, I'm more interested in the core that they have. You still got a good opportunity in that NFC. Uh-huh. You still, you're coming back next season, uh-huh. and are you able to kind of turn the page on a bad year, one of the worst years after you won a Super Bowl? That the me, worst, by the way. That that to me, the worst. Yes. That to me is more top of mind. I, I, I'm not saying that that's not a interesting conversation to have. But it's not on the top of that, I think that it goes priority together. list. I, I, because you mentioned one thing that I agree with, but they didn't catch lightning in a bottle. They were good five years in a row. They, they punched their ticket, which you got to get a little lucky to do like everybody else. But this wasn't bad, 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 Super Bowl bad. It wasn't that. This was really good, really good, really good, not great, really good, championship bad. So I don't think this was a they just got lucky, caught lightning in a bottle. I don't think it's that. But your other thing, health is luck. Really, right? Mm-hmm. They they've been very lucky with their health prior to this season. This year they were very unlucky, and I don't know if there's anybody that could have overcome the injuries that they had. But the the other thing you said that I think is spot on, which goes together with Mayfield, depth. is depth. Yeah. Right? That you they they clearly need to spread their money around a little bit differently. They need to be able to have a second or third guy at some spots that can come in and perform it at, at a level higher than what they had this year. Because when John Wolford and Bryce Perkins came in, and this could be true at other positions as well, but quarterback was the most stark, they really couldn't do anything. In the four games that they've had Baker Mayfield, they've had two games where they really couldn't do anything, and they had two that were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if let's just kind of flip it on its head. Let's say that when – so this is Baker five games. They played 12 games before Baker Mayfield got here, right? If they were through those twelve games, let's say that they were nine and three instead of the three and nine that they were, mm-hmm. and you just had to play five hundred football through the last four weeks of the season before you got Matthew Stafford back, they wouldn't have done that with those other guys. They have done it despite all of those other guys down with Baker Mayfield. That scenario. Think of the Cowboys. Cowboys still have a chance at the number one seed because Cooper Rush was able to win a bunch of games when mm-hmm. Dak Prescott was gone. We've seen these guys have to come in and fill in for a period of time. That's kind of the way that it goes. You know how many different starting quarterbacks there have been in the NFL this season? It's a record, by the way. 67. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 67 different guys have started a game in the NFL at that position. Can I, but can I make a case for Baker as well that when you did win those two games, who did you beat? Sure. When you did lose those two games, who did you lose against? Sure. And I'm and the only reason why I bring that up is because I I don't know how much different that would be if they oh, were playing good teams. But that's but that's the whole point, right? They probably still lose to the good teams, but at least you beat the bad ones. With mm-hmm. John Wolford and Bryce Perkins, they weren't beating the bad ones. They, they were losing to the bad teams with those other guys. At least with a functioning quarterback, you keep you yourself can beat the, a, you, maybe a head above water. They're two and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Raiders are lousy, and they got very lucky to win that game. The Broncos offensively are dreadful, but at least they did what you're supposed to do against a dreadful team. Mm-hmm. They got beat by two pretty good teams along the way. One in bad weather, another one just the Chargers just kicked their butts. Yeah, the Chargers were just better. Yeah, they were just better. And if, if this were just, hey, let's just get back to Stafford. It's a very different conversation as opposed to, hey, we went 0-4 without him. We can't do that. And maybe you fall out of seating or position or whatever it might be. Part of the also, question. they had the, part, one of the, the hardest schedules of the entire league this season. Let's just keep that in mind as well. Before the season started, we were even pointing this out, that it would be very difficult for them to 
do as well as they have in the past few years. But it, it, even that, I get it that the schedule was difficult. They also just didn't give you hope all season as well, right? Like there wasn't a time where you thought, you know what, if that schedule was a lot more in their favor, watch out. They'd have been, they'd have had 10 wins this year. I, I don't think they really gave you much hope. You know who they're three? So I think everybody knows this, but your schedule is you play six games against your division. Yeah. You play another division, all four teams. You play another division, all four teams. So you get three randos based on where you finished the, the year before. Mm-hmm. Their three randos this year were the Packers, the Cowboys, and the Bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, three. Next year, it's going to be the Bears, the Texans, and the Browns. Sure. sure. It makes a, it's three games that, like you're talking about, maybe those three games fall in the right part of the schedule where you can keep your head above water. It, it's been a catastrophe of a year. No, there's no spinning that. But I do think that seeing the way that they were able to move the ball with him, even against bad teams, means something. It, it, it makes me, does make me think of the Lakers. When we have the conversation about the Lakers, hey, is that window with LeBron and Anthony Davis? Is it, look, we're just going to tread water from here, time to turn the page? Rams gave you that indication this season of, I don't have the answer to that, but obviously that's a question that, that's brought up. DeMarco Farr will join us immediately after Factor Cap, which is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, we've gotten two suggestions of what, what Travis can do with his alone time uh, as he's cosplaying. I don't think there's anything man. better than Outback. <laughs> Outback Thank is great. I'm, I'm right on that, right? <laughs> Going to freaking yeah. Outback. By yourself. Can you get the it's Blooming fun. Onion? No, nah, it's a lot. <laughs> is it, called? Is that... it, it is called the Blooming Onion. It's good. It's really good, but it's a blooming lot. Blooming Onion. It's a lot. All right, but this one is from Anthony Gata. He says, uh, crack a beer or bourbon tonight and watch Glass Onion on Netflix. That's a really good movie. It's a it's a mystery movie if you guys haven't checked it out. I saw Knives Out and yes. I liked it. So yeah. I think I like I like Glass Onion better. That's a hot take, but uh, we'll go on. Um, so <laughs> well, I'm, I'll, I'm going to give my suggestion as well. Um, obviously, Celtics-Mavs, that's at 4.30. Oh, yeah. That's on TNT. And then Clippers-Nuggets to, to round it off at 7. Let me know. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> so there's a, a group of young women in New York City um, that want to live their life without a smartphone. So like they've seen their life with smartphones and then try to go back and be on flip phones so that they can be more present with their friends, things like that. So if you had the option, you will go back to a straight up flip phone. Travis, factor cap. So fact, um, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I use my phone. I, I stare at it way more than I probably should, like most people do. But I'll, I'll use a very recent example. When we were at the Rose Bowl on Monday night for the game, there's nice there's no, no having service. There's no cell service. You mm. really you can you. I mean, I just didn't say none. It's very crappy cell service during the game. So everybody put their phone away. 
You end up talking to each other. You end up telling stories. You end up enjoying each other's company. It was it was wonderful. I, I, I want to be able to get in touch with my children when I need to be able to get in touch with them. But the rest of it, I'm all right. I could live without it. Fact. No problem. And I, I say that, and I know we're so accustomed to it, and it's so easy for us to say it because right next to me is my phone, and I got the internet open right here, and I'm obviously always connected. But even when you go, even if it's two days you end up in Joshua Tree or two days you go camp and you go somewhere and you don't have service, it's amazing. It For is sure. so nice to just be away from it. And it's not even, it's not even, it's great to have it around you. I get it. I just said, it's the time wasted. I spend so much wasted time doing nothing. It's like if I wasn't doing that or looking up this, looking that, am I missing anything? And the answer is no, I'm not missing anything. Uh, Taylor? Fact, yeah, I could do it. I was actually kind of uh, late to the iPhone game. I got one in, I think, 2015. Yeah. And what made me switch was I was just driving around LA completely lost, relying on a TomTom <laughs> sometimes. I would pull over. I pulled over to a gas station one time and asked a guy where a particular store was, and he just said, hey, man, why don't you just check your phone? So Loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I buckled down and bought one. I'll get you a Thomas guide. <laughs> do you know how to use that? Uh, Thomas guide? Not yeah. familiar with that. So, do you remember Thomas Guides, Lee? Yeah. Yeah. It's this giant map. It's like in a book, like a spiral notebook, but it's thick, okay. like a it's phone book. It's in the trunk almost. of everybody's Paper car. It, it, now it, it is, right? Yeah. But you'd go to the big grid, like you're looking in LA. You go to the LA page. It says, okay, go to grid E5. You go to grid E5. It's like a close-up on it. it. Yeah, you got to turn to page 642. And now we're like, ways load up. You would get everywhere you needed to go. I know. You never didn't find Edison High School. You always knew where you were ending Emily, up. Emily, if I told you you could just keep TikTok, are you good with a flip phone? <laughs> uh. I, I think I could do a flip phone. I think Not so. I think you okay. You guys underestimate me. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm with Travier. I'm not sold on that at all. I could, I could. I, I just, you know, it's it's easy. But um, I worked at summer camp for two summers in a row where it was just three months without my phone, uh, at all. It's I had to write letters to people. You know, there's I, I can. How do long it. ago was that? You'd have the green bubble. <laughs> it was like um, I guess it was 2017. I did that. Okay. So it's it's recent enough that I had the social medias. I had those things just Probably five me. years ago. But okay, the biggest thing is is, is the maps. The maps would be a bit difficult. I do not know my way around LA enough yet to get where I needed to go. I know how to get to Outback. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, based off the suggestion that I gave to Travis of maybe watching the movie called The Menu. If you haven't watched it, it's also a very good movie. But it has to do with people who are very big foodies. So you would consider yourself a foodie. Alan, fat or cat? I don't know if I know the proper definition of a foodie. So let me give you an example. There's a lot of stuff that I will watch on TV, YouTube, whatever the case is. And it's food related, right? It's um, They're doing something on uh, New York street food or they're doing this, whatever the case is. I watch some of that stuff, but I feel like the term foodie is somebody that, you know, if uh, if you start talking about food, I feel like it's just so, they're so passionate about it that I don't think I'm a part of that conversation anymore. So I'm going to say, no, I'm not a foodie. I'm also not cooking all the time. So I'm going to say I'm a, that's a that's a cap for me. I would say that you, but you go to restaurants all the time. Like you do go to restaurants. Going to restaurants. I, I think that's a foodie. But Travis, that's your cap. Uh, I think it's cap for me too. I like to watch it on TV, but I don't like, to me, the term means you have a deep knowledge of ingredients and techniques and Chefs, I'm going to disagree with you. I would think you are a foodie. Things. I love to cook. Like I, I, I am a home cook, 
and I enjoy it and I like going out to eat, but I don't, I couldn't tell you, oh, this has uh, saffron, Friday, you know, uh, uh, smoked in the paint. I, I don't know any of that stuff. I just know I like that that tastes good and I want to learn how to do it. Love the salt on here. Yeah, <laughs> salt and fat. <laughs> These are the two things that make everything taste good. Salt tastes amazing. Salt, fat, and shallots. That's how, by the way, well, that's. Well, if you're not a foodie, then I don't know what the hell I, I think am. you need to be almost like in kind of the business along the way, but if you ever want to make something taste good, add salt, add butter, and add shallots, and it'll be terrific. There's no there's no order of those things you can do wrong. Sounds good to me. Taylor? Sounds like something a foodie would say. <laughs> okay. I don't, I'm definitely not. Cap, for me, I have pretty unrefined meat and potatoes kind of taste, so I could survive off of uh, Pork, potatoes, and green beans for the rest of my life. If I had to, does it make green me a foodie? Is it make me a foodie that I I love international food? That I, I think that, that is I, a part of it. I, the palate of I like trying Indian. Your palate food. has to of be wide. Of the four of us in here, you will have the the most diverse palate of anybody in, you know, on our show for sure. I'll try Let's other things it. every once in a while, <laughs> like but. You, Taylor and you are tied for last, <laughs> and Al is in first, and I'm in second. I think that Taylor might have more than me. Do you eat oysters, Taylor? Yeah, if if this if that's put in every front morning, of me, <laughs> you know I'll eat it. I like seafood smoothie. <laughs> I like spicy food. I like Japanese food, um, but it's not what I go oh, for on the regular. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is kind of a debate uh, amongst my friends in my group chat, but you would rather have too many pickles than too much mayo on a sandwich. Uh, Taylor, fetch your cap. Oh, too many. You would rather have too many pickles. Easy one. Yeah. Easy one. Fact, I'd go with pickles. Um, Mayo, you just weigh down the whole sandwich. It gets all soggy, disgusting, and it's, yeah, it's pretty easy to overdo it with mayo. Trev? Uh, yeah, I'm going pickles too. I, you can. I, I'm not anti mayonnaise. Sometimes there's these mayonnaise zealots yeah, that go a, crazy. Yep. I'm not that. I'm happy to have mayonnaise on a sandwich or whatever. It's not a big deal. But when you go past that point where it's like it's the only thing that you're really tasting, too dominant. It's really gross. Pickles. Who doesn't like a pickle? <clears throat> so pick many people. A lot of people don't like pickles. Don't like pickles. That, that part is actually like true. A lot of people don't like pickles. I don't know anybody. I, I would like, rather okay, go Chick Fil A for so long and. Almost everything is no pickles, no pickles, no pickles. That's the whole point of a Chick Fil A sandwich is the pickles. So amazing! I, I, I know. Tell, Such you're telling a me about perfect it. combination. It's the also, simplest thing in the world. It's really good. You also brine yeah. the chicken in pickle juice. Regardless, um, pickles, no question about it. Here's the thing with mayo. I'm with you. A little light mayo, no problem, no big deal. Yeah. I, I the people that are looking at you, disgusting that you're having mayo, is always interesting to me. I'm like, okay, relax. <laughs> it's my sandwich, okay. <laughs> The, and it's not that I want to have too many pickles because I think you can also a pickle is a dominant taste as well. You don't want it to take over whatever you're eating, but give me more pickles way before mayo. Well, I don't understand the the outrage at mayonnaise. Like, does it? Nobody has that about mustard, right? Nobody no, goes, they don't. Not, I do, you eat mustard? No one's ever said that. It's kind of the same thing, isn't it? But it's it? the idea. It's like it's just like the fat and the eggs. It's like you're. I don't know. It's like mayo. Can, I I love mayo, but I also like don't like Miracle Whip. There I'm not eating like, a well, let's, let's, let's put it. Let's jar. put it this way: if I don't have mayonnaise on a sandwich, I I'm completely sure, fine. That's fine too. But if I have a little bit on there, the no. world's also not. Can't have a dry sandwich. Miracle Whip should be stricken from the earth. Right. That is some foul stuff. It's like mayonnaise. Hey, you got that jar of mayonnaise? Now put six pounds of sugar in it. That'll that'll make it taste great. Damn. Awful, awful substance. DeMarco Farr joins us next. Travis Lee. Come on, DeMarco. 710 ESPN.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so we are to week 18 of the NFL season. The Rams, unfortunately, uh, will wrap it up on Sunday afternoon up in Seattle, their final game of the season. No postseason for them, as he has done each and every week during the season. DeMarco Farr joins us right now. How are you, my friend? Zapping it. Did you say fortunately or un- unfortunately? Unfortunately. Of course, unfortunately. There, there aren't more games to play. Yeah, you know, every the 14 teams that get to go on beyond yeah. this week, that's a, that's a better option. You could have said fortunately, too. I mean, well, at once they were eliminated, yeah. then it's fortunate. Yeah, paint losses. the picture of yeah. sitting on a couch watching NFL football on Saturday and Sunday. Eh, you'll forget about it in a week and oh, a half. I'm gonna Watch the games from my couch. That's every a, single one. Yeah. That's a little different. Let's start right here. And, and you know, we spoke with you earlier this week, Demarco, talking about uh, Demar Hamlin. Just tell me what it was like being around the players, being around the coaching staff, being around the the team this week, knowing that Demar Hamlin was in such serious condition, and now knowing that he seems to be heading in the right direction. You know, it's funny, man. Making phone calls, talking to people. You know, players are reacting the way players are supposed to react. They compartmentalize. But I mean, you you feel the pain, and you you have some serious worry about his health and you're reminded of what can happen to you on the football field. But what did strike me was what's happening in coaching, especially on the defensive side. How do you coach a guy to go hard right now? Mm. Like if you see a guy that's not running through contact, and there's been a lot of that through the NFL, business decisions. I don't want to take on Cam Akers. I'll, I'll go for the rodeo instead of putting my helmet through his chest. So how do you coach that moving forward after what you just saw? That's hard. You know, I, I, you've heard me say this before. You've got to be like arrows through snow. That's your mentality. You got to go through somebody. Well, how do you coach that now? Your your first game back after seeing that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to take everyone at least a quarter and a half, two quarters to get back to playing high level defensive football after seeing something De- like De- this. Demarco, really quick. I'm sorry, yeah, don't do now. But I, I was just, do you know? And, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. Did. Sean McVay addressed the team about this specifically, and if he did, do you know what he said? Everyone, I mean, you, you, everyone has in the in the National Football League, starting from Roger Goodell when he sent the letter out. I mean, you have to give the players space to let this out. Bobby Wagner has a great talking point about this, about how players are compartmentalizing in current in real time, like mm-hmm. right now, what you have to do. Uh, it, but that's the job, man. I mean, the NFL doesn't normally stop, no matter what. I mean. You 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 ever heard the the phrase move the drill? Sure, move that, it up ten yards. That's what happens when that. guys get hurt. You yeah. don't want to stop practice. You move it up ten. You keep going. So the NFL football in general, they they move on. But this one, the world stopped. So you have to give guys and and players a chance to get their feelings out. You don't want this bottled up. Demarco, with that in mind, I, I know a couple days ago we started to kind of hear a little bit of the conversation of okay, well, what's going to happen here moving forward as far as. Um, games are going to happen this weekend. I'm just curious to get your thoughts on how do you think they're going to shuffle now um, the Bengals, the Buffalo Bills? Do you think that Man. game will be played? Do you think that's just going to become a game that, you know what, they're going to play one less game than I, everybody else? Slee, I don't know. Never been here. I mean, this has never happened before. This is this is I've never seen anything like this, so I don't know. I even said to Greg, uh, they're going to have to play that game, right? 
They're going to have to finish the Bills and the Bengals. But see, it, it's you're like, be, it's yeah. gonna, you would think. I actually think they're not. I, 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 I lean more how do you they're not. Forward. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Al. I think it's going to be one of those. Listen, there is no perfect solution to this. Somebody's going to be getting the short end of the stick, and we're really sorry, but there's nowhere to put it. There's there's no place to pick this up where it won't be at a, a disadvantage for those teams. So somebody's going to be on the wrong end of this. You know, air quotes wrong end, but I just don't know where you slot it in. Okay, so same as the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, you got a legit gripe. You got hosed in New Orleans, so but yeah, we move look, on. It's close. I know, I'm just saying, but I, <laughs> so that does make sense. We're just gonna have to, you know, swallow this and move on. But like you said, I don't think anyone had a a, a game plan, a disaster no, plan no. for something like this. So let's talk a little bit about the Rams' final game this season uh, in Seattle. The return of Bobby Wagner. He, he felt, you know, the quotes this week were that they gave up on me. He obviously and, and understandably was very bothered by the way he found out that they were going to go in a different direction. What are your expectations for him? Because we saw when Seattle came to L.A., he was all over the field. What's it going to look like up in Seattle? That's a scary dude. I mean, <laughs> really. And the way he keeps his emotions in check, he is an absolute professional. But that's a scary dude. I wouldn't want to see him, like, step out of character. And he's been great. He's uh, he's great when he answers questions. He, he practices well. He's a vet. This is a guy. Hey, look, young guy. You want to be a 12-year vet? Watch him. Do everything he does mm. on and off the field. Be like Bobby Wagner. But I got a feeling this week he's about to step out of character. This is different. Um, you're going back there. The Legion of Boom is what won you a Super Bowl with Marshawn Lynch. You were every – he had to fight hard to to get into the Legion of Boom. Do you know that? Oh, really? They used to think it was just a secondary thing. Earl like Bobby Thomas, Wagner, Richard Sherman, the linebackers Cam Chancellor, didn't those guys. Yeah, so he had to boom his way into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of this too, so – Think about all that. He was the he's the the last guy standing, you know. And they had given up on him so much that we thought Bobby Wagner had lost a step. That people thought the Rams were crazy when they brought him here. Hmm. Changed everybody's perception. Hmm. He has been nothing but great at middle linebacker. So um, they were wrong. We got a pretty good middle linebacker here that's about to step back into Seattle. So I expect a lot of fireworks out of him. I expect him to really play like he's losing his mind in Seattle. <laughs> DeMarco Farr taking some time to join us here on Travis and Sliwa. DeMarco, we were talking a little bit, and I'm, do you think the Rams are – you had a lot of injuries this year. You had a really tough schedule this year. Is it more to do with that and that by the time next season starts, we should expect the Rams, when they're healthy – uh, maybe there's some advantageous games that fall towards goes their way rather than yeah. leaning the other way. You got the Bills, and I think you mentioned the Cowboys this year. Kind of some Bills, random Cowboys games that Packers were on the schedule. Your off schedule games, wow. off schedule games. Yeah. Is it more that, or do you think that they have legitimate issues and it will be a legitimate fight to get back into the postseason next year? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. No. This will be. This is the reason. Um, like I never want a season to end before the last game is played ever it burns me but this one is like okay let's get this done because i can't wait to get into the offseason um like how do you fix this and that's a question i'm asking you guys how do you fix this really seriously how do you fix what's what's going on i mean even if you're playing at your best how good are you so yeah let me, let me try to throw something at you with the how do you fix it is yeah. one of the ways you could kind of juice it a little bit 
is some very big name people do not come back. That's exactly. <laughs> so how how do you fix this? Right. Right. So that's that's kind of what we're going to enter into. You think that that's on the table? Do you think that that's a likely outcome? I think it starts on Sunday. I would say usually it starts on Monday or you take a week off and get back at it. This will start probably on Sunday. I bet there's been some decisions made already. Hmm. You know, I mean, look, really without very much draft capital how do you get out of this situation? And you need to improve in a lot of key areas. O-line one, running back is another. Uh, edge rusher is something you've got to improve upon. So how do you do that without being able to draft or free agency with your roster the way it's constructed? How do you do this? So I'm excited about Seattle. I am because it's them. You have a chance to knock them out of the playoffs. That just gets me fired up. Mm. You also have a chance to put Detroit in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I like Jared Goff. That's something to root for. But the other thing is, when this is done, you can get started with that. And I think that's more important with anything that could happen on the field on, on game day in, in Seattle. Um, the Chargers yeah. are in the playoffs. Eckler is a monster. And yeah. it's, it's funny because, look, for, for what it's worth, whether we focus enough on them or not, they – have had a really nice season with all the injuries that they've had. They're sitting at ten and six. They put themselves in the playoffs. How dangerous of a team do you think they are come postseason? Pretty dangerous, man. Yeah. Um, and this is funny. I saw the Eckler thing when he passed Ladanian. So if there's a Martian that comes down, if we're all cosmic dust, and he picks up a laptop, the last one, and it says Eckler has more catches than Ladanian, <laughs> you may think he's actually better than Ladanian, right? It's just funny. But no, um, not I think, many people are better than Ladanian. No. Maybe the guy well, a Martian, you played with a Martian. <laughs> yeah. A Martian might think that, but I mean. That's why I'm glad we're around for context. But no, um, how good are they? Look, I think they're they're going to go as far as their quarterback can take them. And based on what I saw, now this is not this is the defense that didn't have Aaron Donald uh, that was playing a bunch of second and third stringers. But if you give that time that guy time to survey the field, he's got weapons. If you can run the football like that hmm. to protect him and take the heat off him, they're a fringe player in the AFC. Now, is what I saw reality or just? You were the better team that day. But at their best, with those weapons, Mike Williams making those catches on the sidelines, sure. Keenan Allen is sure. a big dude. That's a problem. You've got some pretty good – you've got a giraffe at tight end. Who's that guy? He's six foot eight. Yeah. That's an issue around the red zone. Uh, so as long as you can find some pass rush and Bosa's coming back, yeah, they're going to be a player in the AFC. All right, one more quick one, DeMarco, before we let you go. And coming back to the Rams really quickly, put you on the spot a little bit. Go ahead. Baker Mayfield on this team next year? Don't know, man. I mean, if you're another team, have you seen enough to say, I want that guy? Yeah. And this offseason, uh, the, the quarterback free agency pool is going to be very, very interesting. Like, who's going to be in that pool? But, look, um, he's changed my perspe- my perception of him. Um, I don't think he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah. I think he might be just misunderstood or that's mm. a bad environment. But he can clearly run this offense. I can say that. The Rams and the Seahawks, Week 18 coming up on Sunday. DeMarco will be there for that one. He likes JD mayo, by and, the way. JD, we talked team mayo. Yep. We talked tuna sandwiches during yep, the entire break. Tuna Every Why time I give up here, yeah. tuna sandwiches. Yeah. I leave we, hungry. Well, why? Why don't we do that? We <laughs> I both don't know. like them. We both feel like okay, Travis. I'm, I'm just Travis, saying this. Has tuna fish become sardines for us? Because at one point, sardines were cool to eat. Yeah. By the way, when's the last time you had one? I haven't had a sardine in years. Pretty good. See, my man. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's trying I'm to claim he's not a foodie. I don't believe him at all. I, like I think he's eat. being very modest. There's a, there's a couple of tweets that we can get into. Okay. Well. we'll talk to you on Sunday afternoon, DeMarco. Talk to you then, man. Good to see you again. All right. Now. All right. Uh, maybe maybe I, I might have said a word that 
I count put I, you into a yeah, foodie category. Yeah, I'll, I'll, salt. I'll, I'll spill the beans. <laughs> not, not salt. Well, close. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.